You are now jumping into the trenches with the Toulons, Tuli and Ralph, where we pull back the curtain on what marriage and relationships are really about. So let's start the show. Hey everybody, it's Ralph. And this is Thule, and the song you just heard was Fallen Tears by our guest today, all the way from Uptown Philly, recording artist Suzanne Christine. Suzanne! <laughs> so, <laughs> Suzanne, tell us what you do. Yes, yeah, so um, I am primarily a singer-songwriter, and um, I'm also an actress, host, getting more back into the uh, acting side of things because I have a musical theater background, and I've really been missing the stages of, you know, getting on stage, acting and singing and dancing, all three things together um, and, you know, getting back involved with more web series and stuff like that. So brushing up on those skills again. Yes. Wonderful. So, Suzanne, are you single? Single. Yes, I am. And how long have you been single? So I've been officially single for, let's see, because, you know, when you're, when you're dating, none of that stuff counts. I've been single. I've been single for like a year now. With December, like a year and a month. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So with dating and also trying to pursue your acting, your singing, songwriting, just, you know, mm-hmm. getting on your grind. How, so like, how does that work out for you? Like, kind of like take us through what that looks like. Are you like on the apps? Yeah. Are, are you meeting people Girl. who are also in the entertainment? Just all that. So, <laughs> oof, man, it, it's a lot. It's first of all, before I decided to do the music thing, I was in a very long term relationship uh, that I was in like from college and then outside of college. And it lasted for seven years. Towards the tail end of that relationship, I legit, like the music kind of like took over me. Music really took over me. And I was in the studio really late at night, three, four o'clock in the morning. I'm surrounded by men because this is a male-dominated industry, right? So it really takes someone very secure within themselves to be able to handle being with a woman like myself, because A, I'm, I'm beautiful, I'm pretty, I have a, a, a very outgoing personality. You know, men, men are going to be attracted to me and I'm around a lot of men. So there's a lot of trust that's going to be needed in order to like deal with me. Um, and I found myself towards the tail end of that relationship, uh, struggling to like reach out and have a conversation at two, three o'clock in the morning when I'm like traveling home, trying to make my way to my bed, you know, I'm like thinking about the song. I'm listening to the records that I just finished cutting on the ride home. I'm not thinking about calling nobody. <laughs> I get in the bed, I'm ready to go to sleep. And then I might get a phone call at like five o'clock in the morning. And this is like legit was ha- what was happening. Five o'clock in the morning, getting a phone call. It's like, yo, why didn't you call me? You home? You know, like this is my house phone. So, uh, you know, I'm home. And it's like, Dang, like, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry. My bad. Yeah. I, I wasn't thinking like, yeah. you know, and, and after so many times of that, then I started questioning, well, what's going on? Why am I not calling you right after work or right after the studio? What's happening here? So, you know, I started realizing, you know, this music is definitely taking over me um, and, and the relationship is like fading, you know, and um, uh, it, it just got really, really difficult. So. When I decided to do music full time, quit my full time job to do this, uh, not long after that, I, I kind of quit the the relationship too. And I, I don't want to say it was because of music, but um, I, I honestly think that the the relationship was just fading anyway. And then the music just was like mm-hmm. making its way in to just being a prominent thing in my life more than anything else. And you know, he wanted kids, he wanted to get married. You know, at the time, I had more than enough money saved to get a house. And I could have definitely uh, chose the safe route. Um, the, <laughs> the, the safe route. What's mm-hmm. that? The safe route. You know, yeah, I could have did that, you know. And um, but 
I, I sacrificed all of that, you know, and, and chose the music instead, which I, I look back and I, I would never make another decision. I would definitely still do the <laughs> same thing. And after, after that relationship was over, um, I found myself in another kind of like situationship. And so I, and so I've, I've been in a lot of situationships. Um, but the, the situationship that kind of came after that was like a real hurty situationship, you know, um, it like broke me like tremendously, <laughs> it really broke my heart. You know, sometimes the situationships is like, you're still in this whole relationship, but you just don't have a title. You know, yeah. there's no title, there's nothing going on, but it's, it's a relationship. And, uh, there was a lot of love and, you know, stuff going on in, in that aspect. But in terms of dating, like right now, uh, how I look at things, you know, some men, they see Suzanne Christine, right? So a lot of men, they see Suzanne Christine. And then now it's like, mm -hmm. if I meet somebody who have like met me off the street, they see my car or whatever, it's a very unique car. So then it's like, well, what will you do? And I don't, it's, I'm like starting to wonder, should I lie about what I do? <laughs> and then like, uh, not, not let them follow me on social media because Sometimes if they see my social media, oh, yeah. it's like they yeah. just see all these highlights of things that's going on in my life. But, you know, they never really get a chance and an opportunity to see Suzanne Henry, you know, <laughs> you know, so Suzanne Christine and Suzanne right. Henry, two different people. And, um, you know, so sometimes it could get a little a little rough in that aspect because a lot of times men feel like I'm too busy. So they fail to reach out and communicate like how they would somebody who just had a regular, regular job, you know. And in addition to that, sometimes I might have plans with someone. And then because my music comes first, if something's coming up that I need to be at, I have to call you and tell you I can't come. I'm so sorry. Like, we're going to have to reschedule this, you know. And sometimes that's a little difficult for men to handle, too. So it's like, dang, you know, I'm not first. You know, I'm not first and you kind of have to make your way into being first in my life. And uh, I'm also one of those kind of people that uh, mm, it might take a long time for me to get to like you. Like, Damn. It's better if I like like you immediately because then I'm going to pay you more attention. But if you like trying to fight to get my attention, you probably oh, never going to okay. get it. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just saying. Wow. <laughs> Okay, well, I, I, I want to jump in so. here because you know, I have a thousand questions. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, so I want to start off with the situational ship. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. First, do you think outside of this one that I guess kind of like hit you kind of hard, outside of this one, mm -hmm. do you think because of what you do and because you kind of have to be like up and go and really not responsible to anyone, do you think situational ships work better for you right now or no? Um, oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I don't like right now, I'm going to be honest, like I'm enjoying in the meantime. You know, I'm, I'm in a transitional phase right now. I'm about to move from an, uh, from one city to another. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't have any kids. I don't have any responsibilities. And I love that. I love that. I don't have to be like, I'm so sorry. I have to go. You know, I don't want to stay here and live in Philly to be with you. Or I'm not trying to convince somebody to move with me and pick up and go. I love that freedom. However, I think that on my next, like this next move, like I'm ready to, I'm ready to definitely have like steady companionship. And so if I do meet somebody, I'm willing to put in the time and the effort for that person to, you know, make a commitment with them and all that and the above. And I kind of realized that when I had my, um, my, my boyfriend from last year, because I definitely put in some, some effort into that commitment. It showed my, it, it showed me and proved to me that I was ready for it. Okay. So. That was what was great about it. It was like, okay, dang, you know, I'm actually ready okay. for this. Okay. You know, like, I want this. You know, um, I like this. I love this. I love to have the companionship. I love to you have the support or, you know, somebody to talk to about what I'm doing. And he he's not in the music scene. Well, I take that back. He's kind of in the music scene. He's not an artist. He's not like an artist or a producer. 
but he okay. is he's a, like more behind the scenes. He's a behind the scenes guy, you know, more like a videographer, you know, but knows like a lot of people in my circles um because he's he he kind of okay. does all the videography for the same kind of people that are in my field. So, he knows all the same people and you know, there was a lot of ways that him and I could have probably collaborated on things and you know it's possible that him and I may still continue to collaborate on things but um that whole uh experience just showed me like okay I'm really ready for love again you know I'm ready for it so so it's good so question so Mm -hmm. you can you still do your music thing and work with your ex-boyfriend there you don't think there's any conflict you think that it will work out regardless um, like you can be cordial between each other. You I guess? know, we definitely can be cordial. Um, uh, we have mutual friends. Um, I think the issue that him and I have had over the past year is that there's, it's like, you know, I, okay, so we, we, we have tried to do some collaborative things. He has brought up ideas for us to do certain things for us to work together, et cetera, et cetera. But then there's always like some kind of blow up, some kind of argument, some kind of like. And then it gets canceled. Yeah. And it's some kind of emotional, unbalanced situation. And it's really not on my part. <laughs> it's never on my part at all because I'm, I'm ready to just move, I move forward. You know, I, I uh, respect the experiences that I've had with people for what they were. And I keep it moving. Like when it's over, it's over, you know, in terms of like love or a relationship and trying to make a relationship happen now if there's still some some kind of like sexual ties or something like that that we got to wean off of then we're going through that but in terms of like blowing up and and having arguments when when I feel like why are we why are we arguing you know we're not together I don't understand why we're even arguing about anything uh those kind of things is like you know blows my mind and it kind of stops us from being able to move forward in business um and I, I i think that he just has to work out his emotional situations um and and get himself together and be be more you know kind of consistent with what it is that he's trying to do like like if we're not going to do that then let's not do that like let's let's just cut that off and let's just you know focus on this you know or are, are we going to focus on this you know for me you know, I, I feel so bad because I more so recently had to like uh, really give him some truth oh, wow. recently. And the truth was like, you know, listen, I know you want to do business with me. You have never followed through on anything. I have never seen you produce anything on my behalf. You've, you know, you messed up a, a lot of relationships in the industry that I know about, you know, mm. you know, so it like, you know, maybe not. It, it was just one of those things where I had to break down some real truth, you know, like, <laughs> like, listen, like how, you're how not you executing. Me to work with you. You're not producing anything. So what the bottom line came down to was this, you know, all I wanted from him was, you know, what he could offer, which was the bomb SEX. And, you know, it was just like, you know, that was what I wanted. I honestly, you know, I would love to do, all of the things that we talked about, but if you're never following through, how can you trust, how can I trust that, you know, I'm, I'm going to want to do any kind of business with you. You know what I mean? So, um, right. and I think that really kind of like crushed him a little bit, you know, me kind of admitting that. Cause he's like, you just admitted that all you want is this. And it's just like, Oh no. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just like, I've been trying to avoid this for a long time because, he was also one of those people that kept talking about marriage and stuff like that. But, you know, some people aren't ready for that. Like, not me. I'm saying him. He's not ready for that. Even though you're talking about it, you're not ready. You know? So. Right. He just has to know he's not yeah, ready. He's not ready. So, you know, he got to get, get a lot of stuff together for himself. So. But everybody loves the thought of marriage until they really understand what it's about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, these, these people throw these words around and. I don't really un- understand the depth of it. So this is very true, <laughs> and that's why so, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, no, go ahead. I was going to say that's why I think that friends who are married need to like. I love that you guys have it in the trenches. 
because friends who are married need to talk to friends who aren't married and really, really be transparent in what it is that it is, you know, because it's not a fairy tale. It's not, it's not a fairy tale. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort. You know, it's a lot of um, compromise and I've never been married before, but I'm just paying attention to people who are married, who stick together for long periods of time. And it's just like, you know, um, I just feel like friends need to do a better job of being transparent about what that relationship really looks like. And I, I totally agree with you because that's exactly how I got here, because I had friends um, when I was in Charlotte. Majority of my friends were married. I had probably like three friends that were single and the rest of my friends mm-hmm. were married and mm-hmm. they kept it real with me. Like they didn't, yeah. you know, they didn't sugarcoat anything for me. They told me really what it was. So me being the person mm-hmm. that I am who anytime there's an issue, mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't got to deal with this shit. <laughs> it it helps me now to not like lace up those shoes and be like, well, <laughs> you yeah. know, time wow. to go. <laughs> so, <laughs> Where your ass going to go? <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Because if I, if I, if I didn't have that, <laughs> seriously, if I didn't have that and somehow we got married, mm-hmm. we already would have been divorced. Okay, okay. Because because okay. one, I don't like repeating myself and I have to continuously repeat myself. And my thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, well, right. I shouldn't have to uh, harass somebody about doing something. That means they don't want to do it. And I'm not going to force you to do something you don't want to do. So let's just dissolve this. You can do what you want to do. I can do what I want to do and everybody will be happy. That's how I, I see it. So it's not like, okay, I'm going to leave him because right. he, no, he's happier doing what he wants to do. I'm happier doing what I want to do together. We can't mesh. So let's just go ahead and get a divorce and it's just call it quits. I mean, that's me. But I know from having friends who told me, okay, no, honey, you can't do that. Cause that's, that's not how this goes. <laughs> right. Just because he doesn't want to put the toilet tissue on the roll. You can't be like, okay, well, let's go ahead and sign these papers. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so with that and counseling, like really for me, it really helps me mm-hmm. because honey, I tell you just, when you're a runner, mm-hmm. is that's that's the first thing, the first sign of uncomfortableness, the first sign yeah, of that's just. Me. I this know I'm is, a runner. Sometimes yeah. I'm definitely a runner. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm not the stick it out person. Like I'm a stick with you through. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. You are this time, damn it. Right. I'm gonna try to. Yes, we are still at the baby stage. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Takes work, but you know what? It's funny because. The ex, you know, I uh, I looked back and I was like, did I run away from something, you know, that could have maybe potentially been special? You know, I used I kind of like always was just kind of reflecting on the the whole entire relationship, and I just I just felt like, you know what? No, I didn't. This was this was it was great that I did because I could definitely I felt like I could do better. Like it just this wasn't a good time for that relationship. It was a great experience and it's definitely loved there. I still love him to this day, you know, and I see I want to see him be successful. But he has like this this psychosis situation going on where like his reality is a lot different than the uh, actual reality. Okay. <laughs> and I couldn't really deal with that. You know, that was like really tough to deal with, you know, the anger, a lot of anger issues and stuff like that, that I was just like, I'm not, a, I can't really afford this at this time. So <laughs> I'm going to just keep it, keep it pushing. But the fact that I reflected on that, how I did was very important to me or significant because I just I don't want to run away from from trouble, you know, like from right something that could really potentially be good. And I'm just you're just having problems right now, you know, and it's just we can actually work through these and be better. So I think that's a, a major step just to be able to realize that, hey, you know, let me evaluate myself. Let me see if I'm doing the right thing, you know, because going forward, I'm telling myself if it's a really good situation for me. I'm going to take the good with the bad. I'm going to always, you know, kind of like really have a a, a, a a better perspective on the full relationship before I really run. I'm really going to try to stick it out and fight for the relationship, the companionship and everything else. 
That is really good. Now, that's what I wanted to kind of like touch on. Now that you are like single, you don't have like any other situational ships. You don't have any, I guess, like mm-hmm. booze or whatever with you kind of like going mm-hmm. through this process of like mm-hmm. really seeing what you want. Like, what have you learned thus far with just being like by yourself? Um, you know, I think it's it's just I know what I want. I know who I am. Um, it's, it's, it's like, I know some things that I'm not going to put up with. I know what I will put up with. I know what I'm willing to, um, uh, uh, fight for what I'm not willing to fight for. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know. I just feel like I'm in a better space and I just feel like, uh, you know, when, when it comes, I'm, I'm going to be ready. Like I'm going to be ready this time. So I'm, I'm finally, I finally arrived to the place because for a long time, it was like, I don't even know. I, I went back and forth numerous times about whether or not I wanted to get married or not. <laughs> I still yeah. went back and forth about that. Right. You know, but, but do I want long-term companionship relationship kind of like what Will and Jada talked about at the Red Table Talk? Um, most certainly I do. I want that long-term, long-haul relationship, you know, partnership you know, building, building a family, building wealth, building uh, businesses, you know, uh, and all the above. Like I want to, I want to be able to have that companionship, somebody I can look to all the time. So, and it doesn't necessarily have to be that piece of paper, but as long as y'all are building together, then you're good. Correct. Because that's, that's how I view marriage. Marriage, um, you know, in an American aspect, that piece of paper, is like, okay, um, do we have to sign a contract? Like, that's how you feel? Do we have to sign a contract about this? I'm not sure if that's what I, I really need. I don't know if I really need that. I don't think, I think we need to have our own contract, you know, together. Right. Not something that's like going by what the, what the state is saying. That's what the tax benefits, man. Yeah, you know, but it's <laughs> like, ah, uh, you know. To be determined, <laughs> to be determined, to be determined. We'll see. Well, I had a, I have a question for you, Suzanne. When you first got into the entertainment industry, were you nervous about dating? Like other people that were in the industry or celebrities? Oh, my gosh. Well, first of all. <laughs> first of all, first of all. um. Okay, so all right. I never like to I never like to date anybody who had a lot of attention, okay? That's number one. Never was big on that. Number two, when I first got into the music scene here in Philadelphia, I like ended up meeting someone who and, and me and my boyfriend at the time were like on a break. Like he had broke up with me. We broke up for a little while. I met somebody who like totally blew my mind. You know, he was charismatic. He was like all these great things that I liked in a guy. And um, he was doing music. So we had a lot in common. So we always had a lot to talk about. And I mean, I just fell for this man immediately. But when I did that, you know, um, you know, I didn't really know who was who in the industry. I just didn't know because I was fresh into it like a baby and um you know I, I later on found out that this man had like a whole relationship not only oh, did he have a whole relationship but he had a relationship with somebody who that you knew no I didn't know her but I knew of the person because that that uh, the person was also in the industry as well and very well known very well known so that whole situation was like oh shit <laughs> oh shit you know first of all you know I'm finding out that you have a situation right now it's like not just a situation but you have like a whole full blown out relationship like you're living with this person everything and now I'm finding out who the person is and I'm like oh my god this is horrible you're trying to ruin me you're trying to ruin my career before it even starts and that's how I felt right and when I tell you, I mean, the the situation lasted for a while, even after um, when I found out because this this person was managing me pretty much. Um, it wasn't like a contract or anything, but they were my mentor, my manager. Like 
getting my logo together, website together, bios together, you know, things that I didn't have that you needed to kind of establish yourself as an artist. He was recording me, all of those things. And um, when I found out, I tried my best to end the relationship, but um, I couldn't because we were recording with one another. So then it was like, okay, let me bring a girlfriend to the studio with me so that, you mm-hmm. know, this man is not trying to get me in a booth. Cause I mean, he, he was trying to always try to mess, get me in the booth. Like I'm in the booth. I'm trying to work, you know, next thing I know you behind me, you know, um, and you're popping up. He really didn't respect you or what you were trying to do. He just wanted to smash. Like, this is something he, he was used to doing. Oh, yeah. This is something he's used to doing. I mean, he's, like, legit. Uh, like, even artists that came after my situation, he I found out that he was dealing with other artists, other girls. And girls there, there were girls that were before me. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. You know, I just walked into a whole messy situation. Kind of like a, like, people would be like, oh, he's like the Philly Stevie G. And not Stevie G. Uh, Stevie J. Stevie J. Stevie J. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was about so to I was ask like, you oh, that. <laughs> yeah, so it was like, oh my gosh, like just how, you know, there are a lot of men who are misogynistic and they take advantage of you um, because they're helping you and they're working with you. And, um, you know, um, yeah, the situation was tough. I mean, popping up at my house, oh. all types of crazy stuff was going on. And here I am just young and just, you know, I had just came from a seven year long relationship. I didn't ask the right questions. I'm like very honest about not asking the right questions before him and I started dealing with each other. Because if I had been on point, then I would have had the opportunity to ask the right questions, you know what I mean? And know that, hey, you got a whole situation or, you know, to realize that, you know, I had never been to your house, even though you was asking me to come to your house. I was never coming. But it's like, you know, I should have been to your house. I should have, you know, I probably would have known these things, yeah. you know. Um, And, you know, she later she found out after the situation was finally I finally pulled out of the situation, took a lot out of me, you know, to finally just like end it. You know, uh, we we had to stop working with each other and everything. So I was being passed along to another manager who was going to be taking care of my music business. And um, the whole story kind of popped out, came out. She found out about everything and she legit tried to blackball me here in, in the city of Philadelphia. So I've been fighting a blackball situation here in the city for like years. <laughs> like soon, it was like I had just quit my job to do it full time. And it was like literally probably like seven months after I had quit my job, she found out and tried to blackball me like send the whole email blast out to people not to nobody help Suzanne Christine like for real like so, does it oh, still happen wow. now today or is it like kind of blown over no it's not really blown over um but yeah I think that uh the the the, the skies are going to clear soon um you know but there are people unfortunately that are like that who really truly want to support me see me grinding 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 like I you know luckily there's there's been other avenues I've been able to take being a, a, a vocalist that, you know, she, you know, she can't really pigeonhole down because she ends up she ended up marrying the guy, having a child by the guy, everything. And, um, you know, it was just kind of crazy how, you know, you, you forgive the person who you sleep in the bed with every day and who have made a commitment to you. Um, but you want to destroy the other woman, you know, when he had put her in the position to have to be fake around you, you know what I mean? And she just in between a rock right. and a hard place, don't even know how to handle the situation, you know, but there's people who really truly want to support me who kind of don't go all out for me or don't um, utilize the resources that they can because of the power that she has over them or that they feel like she has over them and they want to respect the relationship or have a loyalty and there's like these politics going on so I learned about music politics one on one like Real as soon bad. as I decided to do this <laughs> yeah you know what I'm saying it was like and then it, and then it was like you know I had when it, when it all came out I was dating somebody else on a different side of the industry right. because that side of the industry was more like hip hop side uh huh and you know my my uh my new side was kind of like you know uh uh 
the the new guy I was dealing with, he's on like a whole musician like side of things. Okay. So, you know, um, but he's like well known in the city, like touring with like A-list artists, things of that sort. And in fact, the uh, guy who I finally was able to like stop dealing with was like kind of whole jealous of that whole situation. Like you dealing with that guy, oh, you know, like upset with me, you know, that I finally moved on. Like I finally was able to get out of that, that shit, you know? But I don't understand why you would be upset about that when. I, you know, <laughs> listen, Tulan, I think men just like to have their cake. They want their cake, eat it too. They, they're selfish. They, you know, sometimes they, they, they just like, it doesn't care. They don't care that they have their own. They don't want you with nobody else. They still want you to themselves, you know? They'll never want to see you be successful without them. So it's a lot. It's a lot to that. But um, so that guy was in the music industry and he's the guy that really broke my heart to to the umpteenth power, you know. And and after that, I say, you know, F this. I'm not talking to nobody else in the music side, like in, in entertainment. I'm just I'm not doing it. <laughs> I can't do it. What if you meet somebody that's like really awesome? You know what? I, I'm 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 definitely open to it because there could be potentially somebody that I meet who's an artist and you know, they could be like totally awesome, like I understand what you've been through, whatever, you know, and they may see Suzanne Henry, you know, and uh I may see that person for who they are and we may have an understanding. So at that but at that time after going through all of that I just was like, no, not doing this again, not doing this again, because there's so much, there's so many politics involved, you know, like money, everything. Like I stopped coming around the circles that they're in, even though I have other music friends and it's like, you know, I don't want to, I don't even want to come around this circle no more because I don't want to see this person, that person hurt me or that person lied and this person did this or that person did that. And so you end up kind of like isolating yourself just because you don't even want to be in the mix with those people again sometimes depending on how it ends you know um but if you have a situation where it just ends and you're able to blow through easily and it's just like man that is what it is and i'm if we keep it moving you're able to still see each other and be in the same uh room and not feel anything you know then it's it's cool and i feel like i've grown to a point where i'm able to do that now cuz now i i kind of i still see um the guy who hurt me and that whole situation was very, very messy. And, um, you know, um, he ended up like sleeping with one of my friends. Okay. And, you know, it was like, yo, I brought her to your house for your birthday party. And that next thing you know, and, and, I, and I think the thing was is that I was kind of trying to wean off of him. Like him and I were kind of like on and off at the time. And I guess he felt like, I don't know what he felt like. Well, but he was doing his thing because that's his MO. But the girl, was she wasn't thing. your friend. She yeah. got caught up. She was not my friend. And she just was an opportunist at the time. It was just like, I want to do, I'm, well, he's this person. <laughs> and if I, if, if maybe I can be his girl, you know, and she got played too. She got played real bad. But he's just a player though. That's what he does. That's the MO. And she's <laughs> dumb enough thinking, well, I'm different. No. Yes, I'm different, girl. No. You know, I mean, him and her and I had a whole conversation. I'm like, listen, this, you know, me and him been dealing with each other for a year. You know, we've been going back and forth about relationship, not either being in a relationship or not being in a relationship. Because at the time I wasn't really quite ready for one, you know, and um you know, I'm like, you know, the only reason why you in this picture right now is because I've been kind of like weaning my, like getting away from him. That's the only reason why you made your entrance, you know? And we had a, a real heart to heart conversation and she still went behind my back. I told her, don't deal with him. There's still feelings involved, you know? You shouldn't, and, <laughs> but the thing is you, for a friend, you shouldn't have to have I a heart to heart conversation about don't deal with him. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It was horrible. I mean, I couldn't believe, I had never been in that kind of predicament in my entire life to, to have like somebody I really considered a friend. Like she introduced me to, um, a, a, a part of the music scene here in Philly. Like she really introduced me to it. Like was going out together, came to my house, ate. You know, we was working on music together, all types of everything, you know. So some people are like, oh, that's your karma from the other thing. I'm like, no, it can't be my karma because my intentions 
was to never hurt anybody in the other situation. Like I ended up dealing with somebody who was, had a relationship that I didn't know about, you know, because I just didn't ask the right questions and things. But yeah, man, it, it, you know, I've, 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 I've went through a lot just being, you know, an artist and dating, and, you know, and dating people in the music scene here in Philly. It's just, ooh, <laughs> so I can't wait to really tell my story, story to people. <laughs> so, your, uh, what is it? Your, uh, VH1, um, biopic. <laughs> yeah, that's that joint going to be lit up. They're going to be like, what? Oh my gosh. Oh, ooh, yeah. you better do like Superhead and drop all them names. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna be Tell dropping, everybody. dropping names, All dropping names. everything, <laughs> dropping. Ooh, gonna be good. No, no. But what I wanted to ask you was like going through all of that. You know, what I'm saying, kind of like putting yourself out there, being the new girl on the block. You know, what I'm saying, getting played, coming from that dating again, and then figuring out, okay, that's not really working for me either. Mm-hmm. To me, you sound like you're very confident mm-hmm. in your status and who you are right now. And so I'm like, how did you maintain that? Or how did you get there? Because most women aren't going to be like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm-mm. you know what I'm saying? Once we get 30 and we're not like almost, you know, down the aisle. Relationship? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, well, what the, what the fuck is going on? Like what's yeah, happening? See, you and know you, what? And you're That's, different. I'm so different. I'm my perspective on life is like so unusual and not typical. It's just, I just have a very, very different outlook on everything. I even have a different outlook on relationship. I, you know, polygamy, all, um, uh, monogamy, all of those things, like my outlook on those things are very different. And I think that the experiences that I've had, like I've been the cheater, I've been cheated on and I've been the other woman. So I've been all three of those things. And because I've been all three of those things, I think it allows me to um, have a different perspective um, on love. I feel like, you know, there shouldn't be limitations on love. You know, um, I feel like, you know, because I found myself being able to love more than one person at a time. You know, I've, I found myself of being in a situation where someone has loved me and loved the other person, you know? So it's just like, when you go through that and you see that constantly, you see it around you, you see it in your own experience, you kind of just change everything about what's supposed to be, you know? Like, so the typical, oh, we supposed to get married and we supposed to have children by this person, by this age, and we supposed to do this and we supposed to do that. Who makes this shit up? Like, that's, that's how I feel about everything. I feel like, Who's, who's, who's making this plan? Like who's, who's deciding that this is the way things have to be. And I I just feel like, um, what society places on us here in America. And if you've traveled and you see things are differently in other places, it just allows you to be able to live your life, how you want to live your life. And if you're, if, if it comes for you, then it comes, it's going to come because you allowed it to come, uh, a, um, B, I really enjoy the growth that um, I've had during my uh, dating experiences and my life's journey. You know, um, I think it made me stronger, made me more confident, it made me more loving, it makes me more uh, understanding and overstanding of people and human beings and our true natural state. You know, um, I do not ignore uh, who we are naturally. Um, and, and, and that makes me a very free spirited person. It makes me very, um, like the chains are unlocked on my brain. Like I know there's a lot of people who, who just locked down, you know, because of whether, what their religion is or what their spirituality, uh, decisions are, you know, they allow people to place these, uh, project these, uh, fears onto you or project these, um, these just ways of living life. Like it's just supposed to be one way. And I think mm-hmm. that's not right. You know, um, I, I don't, I don't live by anybody else's standards. I live by my own. And, uh, I, I love that show. She got to have it, um, by Spike Lee, you know, a lot of people like, Oh my gosh. Oh, Sue, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sue, 
that girl, she is you. That's you, girl. You know, she's like, she's like every artsy, she's artsy, she's this, she's that. And, and it's just like, she just lives life how she wants to live her life without any limitations. And that's how I live my life. Because I only, right now, I only have this one life. Suzanne Christine Henry has one life right now and she's going to live it to the fullest. And I'm not about to let nobody come and place their little slave mentalities on me. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That is Sound wonderful. Like my wife. <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking I'm always bucking against the system. For real, oh, I know that's right, girl. You better be like that. I'm happy you like that. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So, um, not dealing with being single right now, mm-hmm. and. Is fighting, I guess, herself and in turmoil as to why it's not me. I want to be happy for all my friends. Mm -hmm. I want to be happy for the ones who I see on social media, who's getting married, who's having babies. Mm -hmm. But still, at the end of the day, I'm I'm wondering why it's not Mm -hmm. me. And for someone who is so free spirited, who's in touch and in tune with herself and confident to that sister who, you know, just saying she come up to you, what kind of advice or what support would you tell her to help her get to where you are? Um, I would probably to get to where I am. Oof, that's tough because I feel like life takes you there. But first off. Yeah, well, I, I agree with you with you saying that, but I think I feel like some yeah. people miss the signs that life is trying to, yeah. you know what I'm saying, to show them. Whereas you you see the signs and you're like, okay, let me stop. Let me read this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I know what to do. Where other people are like, no, 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 that sign isn't mm-hmm. for me. That's for someone else. And Actually, you're like, that's no, for you. It, it, and you're missing the key. Yeah. You know, because yeah. um, there are a lot of women out there that's just like, why am I not married? Why don't I don't have a boyfriend? I still don't have one yet. Like, or I don't have just what everybody else has. I think that um, right. people have to really learn to love themselves, you know, and in every depth of themselves. Um, so that means like being comfortable with being by yourself. That means spending time with yourself, understanding who you are, why you are, um, understanding um, what it is that you like to do with yourself. You know what I mean? Um and then, in addition to that, ask yourself, why do you want those things? What, what, what is a relationship or having a man going to do for you? What, what, what would that change for you? You know, is that going to make you better? Is that your other half? Or is that the, is that going to make you whole? Or, or, or is that going to be, um, the thing that is just like, oh, you know, I have a, a partner. I just have a partner. I'm already whole. Now it's just I got somebody else that's whole and we we 200%. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, you know, I would just tell I would just tell right. that young woman to search self, you know, um question why you feel like you you need that man. Because I mean, honestly, I think I think all women deserve to have a man. You know, um I don't think that we were created on this earth to not have that companionship with a man. However, you know, it's just deciding how you have that man. You know what I mean? Like how Mm -hmm. that man is represented in your life, things of that sort. Um, And I think that everything just first starts with spirituality, you know, because I think that, you know, I come from a, a Christian background and... I, I don't claim Christianity anymore, but I think that because I don't, like, I'm more free. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm more free because I don't. And, you know, uh, I, I embrace life um, for what it is now. And I'm more at peace with life. And it's it, it brings me more abundance that way, you know. And um, I think that uh, I would just tell them how they could eventually start manifesting things once they get into in tune with themselves first. Like that's where they got to be. Wonderful. That's, <laughs> that's what I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> 
you feel me? <laughs> like, it'll yeah. come to you, but you got to get in tune with self first. Like, yeah, I, I, and I, I'm glad you said that because I think a lot of people, um, they just want it because they they see somebody else has it or even with anything like you know you can have just like that girl you know what i'm saying she she was your friend until you had something that she felt that it should have been her mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. what i think that's when you kind of like truly see who's in your corner because oh, yeah. you know if it's your friend then i'm like no we not we're not doing that or yes she's married and i'm not married but that's for her that's her story that's not my story you know what I'm saying? Right. My, my story may be different because if somebody would have told me my story was I'm going to sleep with my husband the first time I meet him, I would have been like, you a lie because I never did that. And then right. this, and then guess what I do? <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> too long working yeah. this magic. <laughs> so it's just like, I think sometimes we block our own blessings because yep. we want it to come the way we want it to come and not the way it's yeah. supposed to come. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot. I think a lot of the problem is is everybody wants to treat this shit like it's a competition. That too. Like, that too. That shit drives me crazy. Why do you have to be first? Why do you gotta have the baby first? Why you gotta? Who gives a shit? Just live your life and then let it come as it should. Yeah. When you force it is when you put yourself and my family, in my family stupid ass situations. Listen, my family they crack me up. Like I go around to the family. So, so you still ain't. You, are you Girl. dating? Like, are you dating? Or are you, you know, like, you know, uh, no. when are you going to get married? Or when you want? And it's like, who did you, do you know whether or not I want to do that? Or like, why do you think that that's the, that's the way it has to be? You know what I mean? But it's like, you know, um, grandma's like, you know, ah, I didn't already figure it out. You're not having no kids, you know, it's like, <laughs> How you just make that up? Like, I know people that's not having their kids until they, like, late 30s. Like, how, that first child. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all just, y'all, y'all are so stuck into society and their ways that y'all don't make, y'all don't make up your own lives. Y'all just out exactly. here. Exactly. They want to live for you. They want like, to tell you exactly how you, you should know. do it rather than allowing you to cr- figure you it out me? yourself. But I'd be free. I'd be like, listen. I'm about to go travel. I'm about to jump up and go somewhere today. What you doing? Oh, you got to watch a kid. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, right, cool. hey, 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 that's me. That's me. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 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 <laughs> you know, I just be trying to live my life, though, Rob. You know what I'm saying? So, and I feel like when it comes, it'll come. I'll be happy. Definitely. Because the way that you're going about it is perfect like it is so perfect because it's kind of like your situation whereas I I was in a relationship if you want to call it that I was in a relationship and okay you know it it went south fast because of another female and okay okay. and not not to say that he slept with her but he was giving her too much attention he wasn't giving me the the same Mm -hmm. attention so Mm-hmm. Um, I just went ahead and 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 go ahead and cut that. And yeah. yeah, but I was like, God, don't send me nobody else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's that's gonna you know cheat or do stuff like that. Like I'm, you know, I'm done. I'm done. And right. I right. was just focusing on myself. I wasn't sleeping with anybody. Mm-hmm. I was celibate, and I mm-hmm. fine, mm-hmm. just doing my normal regular thing. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't mm-hmm. sitting in the house crying at the, you know, bottom of the shower. I was, no, just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Going to the movies, going out there. You're right. Hanging with my girlfriends. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. you know, here this one come. So, right. you know what I'm saying? When you just doing you, how people always say it'll happen when you least suspect it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just like when you're trying yep. to have a baby, you're like, okay, oh, it's, it's, two, it's two o'clock. Come on, let's go. When, when you <laughs> on one of them little drunk nights or... When y'all just doing whatever y'all do between nine and nine thirty, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Then that's when it happens. But when you put so much pressure yeah. on trying to be in a relationship, trying to do this, trying to do everything in the order, is not. It's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I am so happy. That you were able Yay. to join us and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> babe, do you have anything? Uh, 
why don't you tell the world who you are and how they can find you in any oh, of yes. your current material or your songs? Oh, yes. So I just uh, released a new record. It's called Falling Tears. It's got that R&B vibe. And, um, you know, I, I really believe in this record. The record is truly amazing. I've been holding on and saving this record for the world for a long time, um, waiting for an investor to, you know, back it up with the money because it definitely deserves to have that push behind it. Um, but I'm definitely trusting the universe to make everything happen. How it was supposed to happen for this record. Um, and, um, you know, trusting that people will catch on to it, share it, you know, and do, do what it takes, you know, to, to, to make this record just fly and soar how, how I know it's going to. So, um, definitely check it out. It's a, it's available on all digital media outlets. Spotify, Tidal, Google Play, Apple Music. There's a dope music video out for it on YouTube. Um, and if you go to my social media page on Instagram, the link is in my bio at Suzanne Christine. I spell it S-U-Z-A-N-N, no E on the end of Suzanne, Christine, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E. And my hashtag is Sudat, which stands for spiritual unique, divine, artistic, and thankful. So whenever you come out to a show, I generally say who that crowd responds back to that because I'm spiritually unique, divine, artistic, and thankful. You can be that too. So, um, yeah, check me out. Do that. And what is the name of the song again? Falling Tears. And where can they find you at again? I'm just kidding. We already we got that. <laughs> so, Suzanne, do you have any last words? No, I just want to say, you know, you guys keep fighting for a beautiful love relationship. And um, I, I, I believe in you guys. I'm going to keep you guys in my meditations and, you know, uh, I'm wishing you guys the best with your 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 family and your union. Congratulations on this Thank amazing you. podcast. <laughs> yep. I will take all of that. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, babe. babe, so until next time. Peace. See you tomorrow. Peace and love. Yeah.